0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Read Between the Scene. My name is Gabby, and in this podcast, we are going to be talking about how there's always one, if not many, different things between books and movies. So we're here to break that down and to find out what was left out, added, or changed to make the movie or show better or worse. Today, I have Jade with me. Jade, would you like to say hello? Hello. In this first episode, we are going to be looking at the Maze Runner series written by James Dashner. Would you like to say hello? Hello. Hello. Let's get into it. All right. Let's Major get into it. The series is a book that was... A series of books that was written by James Dashner in 2009. And the film was made into a f- adaptation in 2014 starring Dylan O'Brien, Thomas brodie Sangster, Hee Hong Lee, and Will Poulter. There's no denying that both of these are truly wonderful works of art. The casting, acting, and dedication that was put into these movies and the creativity that was put into the books are amazing. But there are some things that they definitely changed in the movie. The first thing that I'd like to mention is the creator's bi- business is written, uh, is spelled out Wicked in the, uh, in the book and in the movie it is uh, shortened to WCKD and I always wondered why they did that because I feel like if I was to see Wicked spelled out on a box, I would find it a lot more scary. I agree, yeah. Like, I don't know. Just the WCKD is just not as scary to me, and I don't yeah. feel like it gets the the point across.
1: Yeah, and I feel like I wouldn't put the two together if I were to see that. I'd be like, oh, that's a cool brand. and But if I were to see Wicked, I would be like, oh, that's mm-hmm. weird.
0: That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> First
1: things, wait. Wait. In the book, the Gladers have been in the Glade for two years, but in the movie, they have been there for three years, and it's not really a big change, but it's still something that has changed.
0: I also feel like that one's kind of important to note because, like, in the movie, you can definitely see that, like, the Gladers are kind of more connected, and in the book, they were all still kind of like scarce and like not openly friendly like there are definitely cliques like there are people who got along really well but in the movie it kind of seems like everybody got along well so there's that um the last thing for this part of the podcast that i'd like to mention is that um in the books there are things called beetle blades that are used to spy on the gladers and report back to the creators but in the movies, the beetle blades don't exist, and the creators just spy on them through surveillance cameras in the maze, which I thought that was a really weird change because, like I feel like if you just saw like little beetle bugs flying around, um that'd be a lot more like i'd it'd raise more question with me than just like having surveillance cameras
1: like I agree with that I feel like the bugs really add to something in the books. But in the movies, like they just completely took that out, yeah. which was weird.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was also kind of like a interesting point plot to change because I do feel like it was important to the story. Like, um, because there's like one chapter in the book that's uh, mostly centered around Thomas looking for those. So exactly, I yeah.
1: agree.
0: Um, there's a lot of plot points that have changed for characters as well, and I felt like we should really talk about those.
1: So first, Thomas remembers his name right away, but the whole premise of the story is based on a group of boys who have no memory aside from their name. But in the film, Thomas has no memory whatsoever. He remembers his name a little later on, but it's a very pointless change.
0: Yeah, and I feel like uh, in the movie, like, when he comes up in the box, they immediately ask what his name is. And he's like, I have no idea. And... Um, in the movie, he doesn't like remember his name until he gets in a fight with Galley, and then it like knocks his brain around a bit and then he remembers. But like in the mo- uh, in the book, as soon as he opened his eyes, he's like Thomas. My name is Thomas. And so like I feel like that was a really interesting way of going about that scenario in the movie and honestly, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad that they changed that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an important thing to like note.
0: Yeah, I feel like that shouldn't have gotten changed. No, I mean, it's pretty
1: pointless. And, like, it doesn't harm anyone to just keep it that he remembers his name.
0: Right. I mean, that's the whole premise is that they ev- uh, they erase everything but your name. Exactly. And I feel like it's a big part of, like, the plot yeah. of the book. Right. Also, um, in the book... Teresa, who's another character, arrives a day after Thomas did. But in the um, movie, she arrives a few days after Thomas, and I feel like that like kind of changes like the purpose because they were supposed to come up one behind, um, another to show that something is wrong in the glade, like something is happening. And I feel like with a few days in between, like yes, they'll still like get the something's wrong. But it's not as powerful as if like Teresa came up the uh, the day after like she did in the book.
1: I agree. Um, I definitely agree about that. Um, another thing in the book is that Thomas and Minho defeat a griever by sending off by sending off the cliff to survive the night. Though it is later revealed that they did not in fact kill it. In the film, Thomas kills a groover by letting it get crushed by a moving wall.
0: I feel like that's also, like, kind of an important change because it shows that, like, Thomas and Mino were willing to work together to try to defeat that, and it's kind of Thomas's solo show in the movie. And I feel like we didn't really get their bond, like, portrayed very well in the movie. Yes. Yes,
1: I do... I definitely got that as well while wow. I watched the movie and read the book.
0: Instead, in the book, there's another character named Ava Page. And she's never mentioned until the epilogue of the book. And in the movies, she introduces herself uh, via a video when the uh, like once the Gladers have escaped the maze before being rescued. And I just, I feel like that's, so weird because like like the whole point of her is that they didn't know who she was what she did who she worked for and they kind of just like laid all that out in the film but like in the book it kind of kept you in suspense and it kept you wanting to wanting to go to the next one and so i feel like that was a really interesting plot change
1: i i agree um uh while well i was After I read the book and watched the movie, I did feel like I wasn't in as much suspense as I was in the book. And I'm a person who really loves a
0: good suspense. Yeah, suspense is like my favorite thing about the book is that like it always left me in suspense. Like I never knew what was coming next. But like in the movie, I don't know if it's because I read the books or not. But like I felt like I always knew what was coming, even if it was changed.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was definitely really just, like, how they changed all the plot points of the book
0: in the movie. Yeah, Yeah, because they changed a lot of big ones. They did, yes. Yeah, and so I just, yeah.
1: Um, Another thing in the book was that um, the surviving gladers who escaped um, are ushered into a bus and put into dorm rooms. But in the movie, they're ushered into a helicopter outside in the scorching sun. And I feel like that's... I feel like they, like, didn't have to change that. Like, I feel like it was just not essential.
0: Yeah, and I feel like what they thought they were doing was setting, uh, like, the viewers up, um, like, kind of telling them that they're leading into the Scorch Trials, which is the second book in the series. But to me, like, them being ushered into the helicopter and the Scorching Sun didn't really, like, send like, Scorch Trials vibes to me. It just, like... It's like, oh, they're getting rescued in a helicopter. Like, it didn't really click for me until, like, I realized, oh, well, they're trying to persuade... Or, not persuade you, but trying to, like, clue you in on, like, what what's coming next.
1: Yes. Um, I did... I didn't really understand that while I watched the movie and read the book. Yeah. But... Uh, I just thought that it was weird that they had changed it into that. And, like, I just didn't really understand it.
0: Yeah. Another thing that's different in the book is that Gally, who's one of the other glitters, he gets stung by a griever long before Thomas arrives. And he recognizes him as soon as he sees Thomas. And that's kind of, like, why he's so skeptical and kind of why they got in a fight. And which helped Thomas remember his name. So, like, I mean, I guess it was kind of a win for Thomas. But it was, like, Galley's own motives. And in the movie, he ends up getting stung, like, in the end of the movie when all the Gladers are trying to escape and get, like, to the creator's spot. Which I thought that was, like, really interesting. Um, While we're on the topic of being stung by Grievers, Thomas, in the book... um gets stung by a griever but in the movie he stabs himself with a singer that lb chopped off the griever and i just i thought that was weird like i can't see the point of wanting to stab yourself with a griever claw like even if it is to get your memories back to try to remember something i feel like when he got stung in the book like not on purpose it had like more emotion and stuff behind it, that, like, it made it more rememberable, and, yeah. Yes, I do
1: agree with that, where, like, he he unintentionally gets stung by a griever, and I feel like that really added something to it, and I'm like, oh, oh, no, like, what, what's gonna happen or whatever, like, what, yeah, but when he, like, intentionally stabs himself, I feel like that really didn't get as much of the point across as it did, in the book.
0: Yeah. I
1: entirely
0: agree with that.
1: Um, another thing that was in the book is that Albie is described as being mean and rude. And Thomas has a hard time getting along with him and getting him to explain much of what is happening. But in the movie, Albie is extremely kind. And Thomas has everything explained to him. Um and in the movie, the slammer, and also in the movie, the slammer is called The Pit and There Is No Cliff. Um, I thought that the, um, them literally changing his personality was so weird.
0: It was such an upset to me because yeah, like, same. when I was watching the movie, I'm like, oh, there's Elby and I was expecting him to be mean and to like push Thomas around like he does in the book. And it's like uh, don't worry, Greenie. we got your back. And I'm like, what? Like, that is not how Elby was portrayed at all. And so, like, to change that, I just, I feel like that was really weird.
1: And that's, like, such, I feel like that's such, like, a big plot point, and that's his whole personality. And, like, I didn't like how it was, all the information was just, like, explained to him instead of, like, him having to, like, wait and, like, push and try and get that information out of him
0: right like i feel like yeah that's it it was such an upset like yes yes i completely agree yeah and like you expect this character to be mean and crude and like awful but then he's just the exact opposite like Mm -hmm. that doesn't that doesn't make sense and i i think a lot of maze runner fans like when they watched the movie were upset by that Because, like, that's not the character that they grew up with. That's not the character they read about.
1: Yes, I completely agree. I'm not like I have, I, like, recently read the book and watched the movie. Um, But I do see, like, it was an upset for me. And, like, I didn't, like, grow up on the book or the movie or anything. And that it was just, I was so taken back by it. Finally, in the book, one of the rescuers tells Thomas and Teresa about the solar flares that scorched the planet and the deadly virus known as the flare that came with it. But in the movie, Ava Page tells it later about the solar flares and the flare virus.
0: So, for me, that was such a big change because, like, uh... Like, Thomas and Teresa, they obviously, they come from Wicked. They were the last to go up. They were kind of in on it. And so they don't remember about that stuff. And for, like, a rescuer to tell them is, like, I felt like that had more effect than just, like, Ava, play- Ava Page just, like, blurting it out in the movie. And so, like, the rest of the glitters, like thomas and Teresa didn't remember about the flare but like the rest of the gladers literally had no idea and so for that to all just be dropped on them like that's the whole reason why they were in the glade is because there's a virus out there they're trying to figure out who's immune to it who's not like and for her just to like drop that bombshell instead of just telling the two people that could like kind of be trusted with it i just felt like it was weird
1: I, I agree with that. Um, I did feel like that was quite weird. Um, and I definitely feel like that was not as, like, in the movie it wasn't, I feel like in the book it was more important with, like, everything instead of, like, in the movie where it was just, like, kind of, like, laid out with, like, no, like,
0: reason. Um, so this one's kind of, like, a, a plot point, um. So, in the book, the Gladers were able to figure out clues by a map creating, um, recreating them through, like, wax paper and putting them on top of each other to form, like, words. Um, like, float, catch, bleed, death, stiff, push. Um, that was to be entered into a computer if they ever found a way to exit through the maze. In the movie, they escape the maze by punching in a number sequence, um on the maze's different sections. And I just feel like that was such, like, a big change. Like, you go from words to numbers. You go from trying to have to figure out certain words, like, working your whole whole time at the Glade to find these certain words, to just having to watch the numbers on the top of the maze. Like, I feel like that was just such a big change. Yeah,
1: I definitely agree. And I feel like the words, like, the float, catch, bleed, death, stiff, and push, I feel like those are such like, important words that went along with the book and everything. Like, I feel like that had a really big impact. And, like, uh, the words are important. And going from words
0: to numbers is such, like, the complete opposite. It was insane. I feel like it loses, like, quantity of, like, emotion. Exactly, Because, yeah. like, if I was to see, like, <laughs> that we created the word, like, bleed death, Stiff, push, like, catch, like, all of those, like, I would be terrified.
1: I would be so scared. And I feel like like it goes back to, like, the wicked thing. Right. But, like, I'm not afraid of numbers, like... No, like, and if you maybe, like, had a certain, like, sequence with the numbers, but who's going to know that unless you, like, actually really put a lot of thought and effort and time into it?
0: Right, and, like... Like, yes, the numbers had to go in a certain, like, order, but so did the, like, words. And I feel like trying to figure out how to put the words in the, the right order was really hard. And, like, sometimes if you jumble those words up enough, they can, like, put, like, messages in your head. And I feel like that was, like, one of the important things. Like, I feel like the words, honestly, that they found were kind of used to scare the gladers into not wanting to leave once they found out what the words were.
1: I think so as well, and, like, I feel like them going through all of that and, like, with the wax paper and putting them on top of each other and that whole thing to find the words, I feel like that was such an important thing in the book, and, like, it shows how, like, important, like, it was to them. And, like, yeah, like, if you, like, put – it'll send messages into your head and everything – But numbers being given to you is just not... I feel like that didn't portray the same as it did in the book. Right.
0: I totally agree with that. Um, One other thing I wanted to mention is that, like, in the movie, um, one of the... Like, there's three major rules in the Glade um, that, like, no one is ever allowed to harm another Glader, which I thought was really funny because in the um in the book Elby and the others are frequently talking about pushing gliders off the cliff or threatening to do so to thomas so like that fact that like they built that like buddy system to like protect the gliders versus how it was portrayed in the book i feel like it was a cool change like i don't feel like it was a bad change but yeah. like i just it is a change and i just felt like i should note that because like Again, like, it's not a bad change. Like, there's nothing wrong with that change. It's just something different. And I honestly feel like that added to the movie story is to, like, protect each other. Because that's kind of, like, the whole point is to, like, kind of protect each other. Like, be friends, be be one, work together, like, to get out of the Glade.
1: Yes, I, like, completely agree with you. Like, that was one of the few, like, really good changes that they did that, like, wasn't, like... Didn't like upset me as a person who read the book. Okay. Um, another thing in the book was that um, supplies like food arrived every week at the same time day, the same time throughout the day, um, uh, through the means of like a, the box. And in the movie, it said that the supplies come up every month along with a new glider.
0: I feel like that's, like, a really weird change because, like, you obviously, like, they need food. And so, like, for it to come up every week, same day, same times, I feel like they could have figured out a pattern to be, like, we can eat this much, this much, this much, this much, that way, so when the box comes up, we'll be able to just start the cycle over. But, like, once a month, I don't feel like they would send up enough food for once a month. And, like, yes, there are planters. Yes, there are, like, people who work with the animals to, like, make food and stuff. And, like, there's that. But, like, still, I don't feel like the Glader's ever really got enough food in the movies to survive. Like, in the book, you could tell that, like, it was was okay. They made it work. But, like, in the movie, you barely ever saw them eat. You barely ever saw food around. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's definitely a big change from, like, going to every week at the same day and time and everything till once a month. Yeah. And I feel like that routine of every week at the same day and time was really important right. for them. Yeah.
0: Alright. So, to conclude kind of, there were a lot of changes in the movie from the books, yet the movies are still really good. I would still recommend them even though they're very... Like, two very different things. Um, Though it does still leave me wondering, like, why did they decide to change so much when, like, the books were already good? Um. I, I completely agree with that. I am a big
1: book reader, and I'm not a big movie watcher. But when I do watch the adaptations of books, I get so mad when I see something that, like, I loved in the book get changed into something that I don't love in the movie.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Alright, so thank you for watching the first episode of this podcast. Make sure to click the follow button if you want to stay up to date with my new episodes. Next week we'll, we will be talking about Twilight, the differences between the movies and the books. And I would also like to give a special thanks to Michelle for letting me use her podcasting equipment. And I want to say thank you for Jade, uh, to Jade for co-hosting with me today. Uh, that's all for now. Stay curious and remember to read between the scenes.